Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress To the city point Giving him your best, nothing like the rest Passing every test, you know he's the one, yeah Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress To the city point Giving him your best, nothing like the rest Passing every test, you know he's the one, yeah Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress To the city point Giving him your best, nothing like the rest Passing every test Good morning, City Point. Happy Sunday to you. Um, It's so wonderful to be worshiping with you today and to be able to do so virtually. Um, I can't believe that it is the last Sunday in January in the year of 2023. How fast time is flying by. But as always, I'm so honored and humbled uh, to be able to share with you all today. And I'm not going to belabor us, so let's open up with a word of prayer and we'll go ahead and get started. Father God, we thank you so much for this day, this beautiful day that you blessed us with, God. We thank you, Lord, that we have the privilege to be able to wake up this morning and to let you know how much we love you. We thank you, Lord, that we were able to gather together collectively just to let you know that we appreciate you, God. We thank you for all that you have done, how you've carried us throughout this week, God, how you've protected us and you've kept us. And so I pray right now, Lord, that you would prepare our hearts for what it is that you have for us today, God. I thank you for your word, that it is alive and it is life-giving. And I pray, Father, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, God, that it be acceptable unto you. Let it fall on good ears, good ground, God, that seeds are planted and fruit is produced as a result of it. God, we thank you. We love you and we praise you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So it's been said that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And if you're like me, you can eat breakfast at any time, morning, noon, or night. But for all my non-vegan friends, There's two items in breakfast that makes it so delicious. Eggs and bacon. You can eat it with toast, pancakes, grits, potatoes, croissants, English muffins, and the list goes on and on. But if you think about the contribution that each animal has to this breakfast meal, they're not the same. You see, the chicken has a sacrifice that's a partial one because it doesn't have to lose its life to lay eggs. However, the pig's sacrifice is a complete one because he must lose his life so that we may eat. And oh, what a sacrifice it is. God bless the pig. No, but seriously, in a lot of ways, we believers function like the chicken, only sacrificing a portion, a portion of ourselves to God, when in fact he's calling for us to have a pig-like sacrifice, which is a complete one. So today I want to talk about a sacrifice worth giving. In the book of Romans, Paul is writing to the churches in Rome and helping them to understand God's righteousness theologically in chapters 1 through 11 and in chapters 12 through 16, how to live it out practically. But I want to focus on just one verse in Romans 
And that is, and you probably guessed it, it's Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It is a common and well-known verse among many, but I challenge us to really think about what it is that it's actually saying to us. So if you have your Bibles, your phones, your tablets, turn with me to Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And I'm reading from the ESV version. And it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. This verse is one that I learned at a very early age, but it wasn't until I was older that I actually understood what it meant. But even then, I struggled with comprehending what it meant to actually offer myself as a sacrifice unto the Lord. So today I want to share some insights with you in what God has shared with me or God has revealed to me in this verse as we unpack it together. Paul, as I mentioned, who was the author of the book of Romans, continues this letter in chapter 12 to the believers in Rome by starting the verse out with the word, therefore, which it is, it is an important word that we must not overlook. He's connecting the prior writings in chapters 1 through 11 to what their conduct, sh conduct should be in chapter 12 through 16 in light of the wonderful salvation that we have received through Jesus Christ. He is admonishing them to surrender their lives to Christ through sacrifice. But if Jesus gave himself as the great sacrifice, then what is actually required of us to sacrifice ourselves completely to him? Well, it's all laid out for us in this verse. So there's four things that I want to unpack um, that this verse helps us to understand how we can surrender our lives through sacrifice. We must, he, he, he says that we need to be decided in our commitment, dedicated to Christ, deliberate in our consecration, and disciplined in our worship. The first thing that Paul is admonishing us to do is to be decided in our commitment. It starts out with, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present. In the earlier part of Romans, Paul had been unfolding the plan of redemption fulfilled through Jesus Christ and applied to us by the Holy Spirit. And it is in this consideration of all that God has done for us, these mercies, undeserved and free that we are to give of ourselves fully to him. In presenting ourselves, we're making a decided commitment, a definitive choice. This verb present means it is a once and for all commitment of ourselves to the Lord. It's similar to when a couple at their wedding um, commit themselves to one another before God family and friends, they are presenting themselves to each other for the rest of their lives. They are becoming one flesh. So are we, so are we in essence, marrying ourselves to God by making a decided commitment by presenting ourselves to him. Hence the church being called the bride of Christ. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, but the person who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. This commitment is not one that's haphazard or a spur of the moment decision. No, it is one that is resolute, unquestionable, 
decided. This generally happens when we initially make the decision to accept Jesus Christ as our savior. It is at that moment that we are telling him that our lives are not our own and we are yielding our will to his. The presentation of ourselves to God is the one act in which all other specific acts of obedience are involved. Our sacrifice starts with a decided commitment. After we've made a decided commitment to present ourselves, Paul is then admonishing us to be dedicated to Christ. Verse one continues to read, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. The imagery that Paul paints as an offering, as offering our bodies as sacrifice was common to the recipients of Paul's letter. They understood the importance of sacrifice and the nature of watching animals, uh, the animal substitute be slain on their behalf and offered up to God. Paul previously explained that this act in the physical sense no longer needed to be done because Jesus, the Lamb of God, once and for all gave of his own body and became our sacrifice that took away the sins of the world. And it was through his sacrifice that made room for those of us that are redeemed to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Before we accepted Christ, our bodies were used for sinful purposes and pleasures. But after being made new in Christ, we, he now desires that our bodies be used for his glory. This is not the first time that Paul is discussing the importance of us giving our bodies to God. Previously in chapter six, verse 13, he says, do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God for we, you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. This is also not a one-time thing. Just as a couple only has to present themselves to each other once, they must act out their dedication to each other every day. The same goes for us. We have to make it a daily practice to dedicate ourselves to Christ. We are told in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, through him, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. This is necessary because Paul said it best that when I want to do good, evil is all around me. Though our commitment to Christ was once and for all, our dedication to him is ongoing. We are also to present our bodies as a sacrifice because it houses the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians chapter six, verse 19 through 20 says, or do you not know that your body is a temple? of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. The dedication of ourselves to Christ extends beyond our natural bodies, but it encompasses the whole of us, mind, body, and spirit. Jesus even explained that in his teachings in Matthew chapter 22, where he says to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Presenting ourselves as living sacrifices may not necessarily cost us, our, may not cost us our lives physically, 
but it should cost us something. The question is, what is, what is our sacrifice costing us? We ought to be like David in First Chronicles chapter 21, where he says, I will not offer a sacrifice that costs me nothing. But I have a question. Can a sacrifice truly be a sacrifice if it doesn't cost us anything? Warren Wearsby said, the Christian who fails in life is one who has first failed at the altar, refusing to surrender completely to Christ. So Paul has told us that we needed to make a decided commitment to present ourselves. And then we've dedicated our bodies to Christ as a living sacrifice. Now Paul is admonishing us to be deliberate in our consecration. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 continues, holy and acceptable to God. To be holy means to be sacred and to be set apart. In the Old Testament, whenever a sacrifice was made, the animal had to be without blemish, spot, or wrinkle. God was intentional with these instructions because he wanted the children of Israel to understand who they were offering a sacrifice to, a holy God. We must be deliberate in our consecration so we are able to present ourselves as holy and acceptable to God. Just as he told the children of Israel to consecrate yourselves and be holy for I am the Lord your God. He is calling for us to do the same. Be holy. God is requiring that our body, soul, and spirit, the all of us, be consecrated to him. Paul elaborates on this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, when he says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. When our spirits are renewed and purified, the effect of the divine work within will be apparent in our outer life. The beauty in this is that the work of us becoming holy is all God. In our deliberate consecration, we are dying to sin. But the good news is we are gaining a new life of righteousness. This process is called sanctification. And while sanctification is gradual, continuing throughout our entire lifetime, the progression of it depends on how deliberate we are in our dedication and in our consecration. And God is so wonderful that in consecrating ourselves to him, he reveals in his word what sacrifices are acceptable to him. Just a few examples are Psalms 51, 17, which tells us the sacrifices of God, the sacrifices God desires are an humble spirit, a humble and a repentant heart you will not reject. Hebrews 13, 15 through 16 says, through him, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Holy and acceptable to God. That is how we should present ourselves to him. He does the work of sanctifying, making us holy, but the surrender to be consecrated must be deliberate on our part. We will never reach the end of sanctification here on earth. 
It is a daily process that we must continue to work out. Our holiness rarely progresses apart from deliberate acts of consecration. The last thing that Paul is admonishing us to do is to be disciplined in our worship. The latter part of verse one reads, which is your spiritual worship? When we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is an act of worship. Worship means that we are declaring how much God is worth to us. It's not just relegated to singing songs on Sunday and, or in your personal time or coming to church. While those are forms of worship, the type of worship that Paul is calling for in this verse is obedience. Our obedience is the highest and most acceptable form of worship, which can be offered to God. We obey God by Matthew 16, 24, telling us, if any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. I love the message version of this verse. It says, then Jesus went to work on his disciples. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Every morning that we wake up, we ought to discipline ourselves to say, God, I worship you by giving you all of me. I give everything that I am, mind, body, and spirit. I leave nothing for myself and I offer it all to you. And the greatest gift that he gives us in return is new life. So today, won't you become decided in your commitment? Make a decision today that you want to become one with Christ. Be devoted to him. Use your body for his glory. Be deliberate in your consecration. He's calling us to be holy. And lastly, be disciplined in your worship. Let him know how much he's worth to you through the obedience of presenting yourself as a living sacrifice. Which sacrifice will you give? A partial one like the chicken or a complete one like the pig? My prayer is that we are all willing to offer God a complete sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our spiritual worship.